Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Local Homeschoolers podcast, where you come for local resources and encouragement. I am your host, Autumn Frisbee. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm very excited to have with us today Stephanie Nicole Johnson. Um, She is the director of Nature Garden Play School right here in Jupiter, Florida. She's also a children's book author on child development and a local homeschool mom. So, Stephanie, thank you so much for being with us today. Yes. Hi, Autumn. Hi, listeners. Thank you. So let's get started. What is, um, if you would like to maybe just share a little bit more about your family, your kids, your educational background? Sure. So I have two little ones. Um, I have a four, five-year-old and a seven-year-old. And um, those are my little kids. And I also have an educational background um, with a degree in um, psychology and um, that's, that's about it. Okay, great. I'm right along with you. I have a five and a seven-year-old as well. So yeah. <laughs> um, so let's share a little bit about your Nature Garden Play School and what it offers to our Palm Beach community. So Nature Garden is a little homeschool supplement. Um, it is a drop-off program for kids. Um, most of the parents that uh, drop their kids off actually homeschool their children and the drop-off program here is three days per week so it's just a supplement um, to what they're doing at home Um, everything that we use here is we try to be as natural as possible um, and play-based as well um, with our schooling and so um, it is it's all about having like everything be as natural as possible organic ingredients um, in the things that we make and um, organic eco-certified furniture and no VOC walls, just very specifically um, mindful on having a natural approach to um, both learning and the environment that we're learning in. Mm -hmm. That's really good. Are you, so are you currently um, offering openings for this next coming year? Yes. So summer camp is closed. The registration for summer camp is closed, but I do have spots available starting in August. I believe our start date for this year is August 16th um, or that week. And yes, I do have openings and the age range is from approximately three to six. Oh, that's great. Okay. And um, what was your thought behind opening something like this? Did you feel that the community Palm Beach needed something like this for for younger kids or what was your passion behind this? I absolutely did. I, I, so my kids were in private school, um, prior to me pulling them out. And, um, we had a wonderful community in our private school. Um, and I really loved so much about it, but I always felt like that parent, the one that asks a lot of questions and really has a lot of like critical thinking behind like what they're learning at school, um, what they're being taught at school. Um, there, there was a lot, there were a lot of things that I didn't really like about the private school and also about public school. Um, and I just wanted to have something different. And it turns out that that really resonated with a lot of parents as well, um, who are natural minded. And there were several things that, um, I don't know, trigger warning here, but, um, there's, we didn't want the masks, you know, that started last year. 
Um, we really believe in medical freedom. Um, didn't like the standardized testi- testing, um, the cr- critical race theory. There's just there's the, I could go on and on for the things that we that we didn't we didn't really want to have our children learning and, and some other things that we did want to have them learning. And so I felt like there was a little bit of a gap um, in what was being offered. And so that's why I wanted to offer that. And so we have a little tribe of our little community of like-minded um, parents who, um, who wanted something just like an education alternative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is just, it, it's definitely needed right now. Um, with everything going on and just the idea of fostering that curiosity in our children um, and giving them room to do that in their education. Oh, absolutely. So great. So um, if you could tell us a little bit about your homeschool story so far. Well, I um, have a set curriculum um, that I do with my children and it is different for each child. Um, I have been really adaptive. It's another thing I love about the whole, like the homeschooling alternative education option is that you can, you know, that quote about if children aren't learning the way that you're teaching, then teach the way that they're learning. Mm -hmm. Um, I really love that quote. Um, I have a curriculum that I do with the kids every single day and each one does something a little bit different because if they're more tactile learners or, you know, audio learners, just depending on how they learn is how I teach. Um, And that has been like really amazing to see kids learning the way that they want to and being really excited about about learning and just meeting them where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think I was, I maybe was intimidated at first because I wasn't exactly sure what to expect. I, I was not homeschooled myself. I went to public school and so I, I never really knew what to expect. And there's just so much of a wealth of information, um, out there right now. And so many people, um, that I have inspired me to continue homeschooling. And I, I just, I absolutely love it. I love the flexibility. I love, there's just so much about it that I really appreciate. Right. And I think it does take some, um, you know, you need encouragement to continue sometimes in homeschooling. <laughs> yeah. Um, sometimes it feels overwhelming and you're not sure you're doing it right. Um, but just having those resources and having a community that can keep you going, I think is very important as well. Oh, for sure. I listened to some of the other podcasts that you have on your site and what a wealth of information was there. I found it so encouraging to just hear fellow alternative educators and, and um, you know, kind of doing similar things and in doing it their own way. I just felt like that was so refreshing. I was like, wow, there's, you know, there's a lot of good information. Right. And like you mentioned, the freedom that there is in homeschooling, um, it doesn't have to look the same for each family and it doesn't have to look the same for each student within that family. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It, it can be customizable. And that's the, that's the thing about, um, I found when, with my own children, at least, is that their experience in school, it was one size fits all. And if you didn't fit in to that style of teaching or their method of teaching, then you were just left behind. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I would I would get notes from my daughter's teacher. It would say like, you know, there'd be like a little caption on there, like this was with help, you know, like 
I'm thinking, well, isn't that your job to help? Like, isn't what am I missing here? Um, and so, so yeah, I just I really like the the option of of doing it your own way. Right, and um, as being you have your degree in child development, is that correct? Psychology. Psychology. So, um, let's go in a little bit and talk about your children's book that you wrote. You are what will your children's inner narrative sound like? So that's the title of your book. Yes. Um, can you tell the listeners first about the book and then maybe how having your psychology degree has helped you in homeschooling? Yeah. Okay. That's a um, good question. So child development um, experts know that our, your self-perception is really shaped in early childhood. So the years when, you know, I've even talked to people that say, you know, they can still hear their parents in their head. You know, like every now and again, you'll hear your mom say something, um, whether she's with you, um, you know, or if she's no matter how old you are. I had somebody tell me that who she was 73 and she said, my mom's been gone for a while. I still remember her voice in my head telling me, you know, to do certain things or to not do certain things. Um, so your, your voice as a parent is really or a caretaker. It's really, really um, a special privilege. And it's something that you have to make sure if you can, to just really choose your words carefully mm -hmm. and make sure that they are self-assured um, so that whenever they're alone, they hear their, your voice and they hear the positive messages that you want to instill in them. Um, my daughter actually inspired the book. I had been, um, you know, with having a daughter, everyone always said how beautiful my son was because he has the eyelashes that we all love and wish we had. Um, but I, it was really, really evident whenever I had my daughter that everybody, when they met her, would say, she's so beautiful. Look how cute she is. Oh, look how pretty. And, um, and that is so nice for people to say. Um, but I really wanted her to know that there's so much that goes beyond um, the way that you look. And when people give you compliments, you have to be self-assured in your in yourself and that you're a lot more than what meets the eye. Um, and so the book is written, um, I guess how my psychology degree helped me write it. And also my, I worked with scholastic education as well. Um, so I think that probably um, helped as well. But I wrote the book in terms that children would be able to easily understand. Um, they don't, most children don't have the development, um, the cognitive development um, for until, you know, they're at least six or eight to kind of pull out from a story what the point is. So, um, you know, you'll read them a story and you'll think, oh yeah, I really drove home that the point of that, you know, book. But really most of the time they, they don't really get the the point um, when they're really young. So this book is for young learners. Um, it's for all ages. Actually, my neighbor um, said that she loves it and she, she's an adult, but um, it's very simply written. So it's like, you are um, important. You are resourceful. You are brave. And I really took a lot of time to um, make sure that everyone who was listening to it, you know, this is something that you will read to your children. And when you read it to them, you are telling them all of the characteristics that, um, that they have. And I always encourage people on the last page, there's, you know, a bunch of different words and that you can use, but I always encourage people to find their own words and just tell their children, you are 
um, multifaceted, you know, and, and tell them all of the good things. That's so great. I feel like that would really um, encourage us as parents to go like deeper, to reach deeper and not just touch on like the surface level points of our children, um, which is really what we're trying to do in homeschool. I feel like we want them to be like your book says, self-assured thinkers um, to, to raise critical thinkers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's, it's important that the next generation, uh, every generation really, um, is, is self-assured and has, and has that, um, that strength behind them. And, um, and as parents, we can do that, um, even, yeah. And like in teaching and homeschooling and, and also just like letting them know how unique that they all are, um, and how they each have their own, their own wonderful qualities and that we will highlight that is, um, Mm -hmm. It's just, it's, it's amazing. Whenever you, whenever you catch somebody, there's a book that I read, I'm not sure, I can't remember the name of it, but it, it was saying that when you catch your child doing something um, really kind or really good and you highlight that, they feel so proud of themselves. It's their mm-hmm. pride. You know, they, they feel proud of themselves. Um, one of the things that we have at Nature Garden is we have a kindness catcher. So um, everybody has their own job, like electrician turns off the light, the door opener, the line leader, the calendar, you know, all of those jobs. Um, One of the jobs that we have is the kindness catcher. And it's somebody's job each day to catch somebody else doing something kind and to, and to call them on it and say, wow, look at what you did. You just did something really kind, or you did something really um, great, or you were sharing or, or anything. And, and it's, it's always so interesting to, to give that job to a child because they are looking for it and they're recognizing it in others and in their peers. And the child who receives the compliment also is just, you know, feels prideful. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I think to encourage that in, um, in our children, you know, we can do that very well homeschooling because we kind of can figure out who our child is and what they need um, in order to be that and to grow them in that way. Yeah. It's, it's such an important point, you know, to, to take that, to have that um, interaction with your children and to see them learning and to, to know how they learn. And, um, you know, just through naturalistic observation, if you just see your children um, in the morning, you know, what they, what they first play with in the morning, you know, what is it they're really drawn to? There's so many ways to incorporate that into your homeschooling. Uh, For example, my son loves Legos. He still does. He always has even when they were like the big mega blocks, you know, but, um, and so what we did to help him start to recognize letters and to read was I just took a Sharpie and put them on the blocks and he had to form, you know, he, he got to form, um, like little words and sound them out with each block. And now, um, we've graduated to, you know, having him make sentences with the blocks and things like that. So, um, it's homeschooling is so customizable. Right. And the whole interest-led idea um, really can develop into learning through what they're interested in. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, it it just ignites, you know, at the, at the age of the level that I teach um, and, and, and we're just a, you know, a, a fun play school, but the ages that I teach, the most important thing is to teach them a love of learning. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's my, one of my biggest jobs is to teach them to love to learn and to really ignite that in them and have, you know, to see that spark whenever they put something together is just, it's just, it's an incredible part of my day. 
Mm-hmm. And I love that it's um, Nature Garden Play School, you know, just to understand that we can still play with our children. And that's such an important part of learning with them. Yeah. I mean, they, they love, you know, it's like if you, we do it different, like multi-sensory learning, Um, you know, we'll have like a, you know, a, um, a worksheet that'll say, you know, three plus five is eight and, you know, have little hearts on it and they're going to count them. Um, And so they do it that way with their, you know, writing with their, you know, pencil or their marker. Um, And then we'll pull off the, you know, couch cushions and separate, you know, three couch cushions and five couch cushions. And how many do you have now? You have eight. And, um, you know, just doing it multi-sensory. We do, Mm -hmm. we work with magnets, we work with clay. We made our own, um, every child makes their own bunch of um, organic Play-Doh, cloud dough, all of those things so that they can use those as manipulatives um, Mm -hmm. in their learning. And um, so we do it, yeah, definitely multi-sensory is, it teaches them and it really drives the point home. Um, when we were learning about letter V, we made a volcano outside in the dirt and, you know, they got to erupt their own volcano, which was super fun because we were learning about the letter V. And so it was like really hands-on and we used this natural food dye. So they got to choose their own, you know, what color was their volcano going to be? And it didn't have to be the lava color, you know, it could be any color that they wanted it to be in. Um, and, and so, yeah, I think, I think kids really learn through play and I think it's so much fun when you lose yourself in play, um, as an adult, because we don't do that very often. We don't, we don't take the effort. I, well, I'll, I won't speak for everyone. I, I never really took the opportunity to play, um, as much as I have played in the past couple of years now that I have my play school. Um, it's, it's so much fun to, to see the kids play, but also for me to get involved in play. And when mm-hmm. kids, when your children, if you're homeschooling, or if you have a homeschooling co-op or a pod or a hybrid or um, whatever, if you're the instructor, or if you're the parent, um, having the children see you is, you know, play and enjoy is, is so much fun. And they, mm-hmm. they mimic us, right? So if we're doing it, you know, if we're doing the jump roping, they're like, wow, I want to do the jump roping. <laughs> so I think that's really a gift to give to our kids, but also to ourselves. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a gift to learn alongside with them. You know, I feel like I'm so much more passionate about some of the things now. I'm like, I don't think I learned that in school. I probably (laughs) did, (laughs) but it wasn't as interesting back then. Um, So just trying to make it interesting for the kids and play with them. You're right. It's so true. Um, I think we have time for one more question. And I'm sure you come, you know, you know, a lot of people that are wondering, should they homeschool this year or how can I continue homeschooling? Do you have any advice um, for families who are considering homeschooling or maybe um, just not sure if they could, should continue? Yeah, I think, I mean, if you, if you have it in your heart and you want your children to be homeschooled, there is a way for you to do it. Um, I would definitely offer that encouragement. There is a way to do it. I think this year, um, maybe every year, um, I think it's the it's the way to keep them protected is to keep them homeschooled. I think it's just really important for them. If you have kind of are thinking about having them homeschooled, you can you can definitely do it. If you're on the fence, um, contact somebody. There's so many resources out there and so many places for them. You know, for you to reach out and and get a little community. There's a, more people probably now than ever homeschooling mm-hmm. and you can definitely do it and your kids, yeah, and will, your kids will be grateful. 
Right. And just like you said, so many opportunities in your nature. Garden Play School is a great opportunity um, for anybody in the local area. And I will certainly link back to that in the show notes so that they can find you and reach out to you if they have questions. And also, um, I'll also post a link to your book because I feel like that is a great way to encourage our little ones and guide them to be self-assured thinkers. So yeah, thank you. I appreciate, I really appreciate that. It. Well, thank you, Stephanie, for coming on. And I look forward to having you back sometime. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to that too. Thanks, Adam. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. If you have a listener question that you would like us to answer, please reach out to us at localhomeschoolers.com. Tune in next week to hear our latest episode.